If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hi folks, welcome to Ace Podcast Nation, home of the big debate, episode number four, with Sai and the Pie. How are you, my man? All good, mate. All good. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to you taking the reins and doing a bit of host the hostess with the mostess. I literally just All threw that good. on you like two minutes ago as well, which I like. I love the fact that you just uh, embrace. I'm it. better like that, mate. I can't. Don't let me prepare for it. I'll get all worked up and anxious. Throw me in there. Yeah. Well, look, I am. Um, I'm just trying trying new things with it all at the moment, and uh, I figured, why not? Let's try and uh, let's mix it yeah, up a little bit. What's the worst that can happen? Doesn't work. Yeah. Doesn't work. Don't work. Thank, thank you to those who are joining us. Oh. Indeed, I know. Um, as you know, as you know, because you said earlier, this is a different day in it to normal. So, like, yeah, obviously there's football and stuff on, but I'm sure people will catch up with it in and around the yeah, football, definitely. and people will drop in and that. So, um, yeah, let us know the score, please. Indeed, well, I met. One day we'll discuss you can. supporting Liverpool. Anyway, let's not go well, there for right now. But oh, look, I'm emotional enough about Liverpool this season, mate. We don't need nothing else. Come on. Yeah, well, you could end up behind Manchester United by the end of the season, which is Don't you dare. I will revoke our friendship. (laughs) But you're right. Fair play. What's on the agenda? Yeah, let's uh, just dive into the first subject and forget about all that, mate. All right, then, mate. What we got tonight? Go on, you tell us. The first subject being pro footballers coming out as gay. Yeah, it's an interesting discussion, mate, isn't it? Very interesting. Um, but I will give you the option this time on this one side because I chose for the next one. Which side do you want to go for, mate? Um, so, as I just said to you like a minute ago, it's a bit of a weird one because, um, so like with the, with all of these debates, is we, we yeah. try and cover both sides of it. Yeah. So like we said on, I think it was the start of the gender wars one last week, which is always a ropey subject, is like yeah. we're not actually saying... Or if we're going to this say our opinion. actual, yeah, well, if we're going yeah. to say our opinion, we'll say this is my opinion. Generally, yeah. we're just trying to give both sides of it. And the reason, just I, that's yeah, all. and the reason I kind of wanted to discuss this topic, so it's not necessarily uh, that I wanted to argue for or against, yeah, footballers coming out. I guess I wanted to ask the question in 2022: Why is it like you could probably count the amount of out footballers? who have either retired or are still playing, you know, we'd probably easily cover it on both our hands. Obviously, we're talking male football. Yeah. I think in female football, there's a lot more, you know, out females. Definitely. Which we can kind of touch on that a bit as well. But um, the yeah. thing which sort of made me think about it was um, you had the thing with Casillas, didn't it? And um, he yeah. kind of, there was a tweet where he said that he was gay or he came out as gay. 
And then Puyol, uh, Carlos Puyol, obviously used to play for Barcelona, a big opponent of his, but they used to play together for Spain, yeah. um, kind of said that they were in a relationship in the in the comments. And then it came out, then it was like, oh, he, he Casillas said he had been hacked and it was deleted and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So that's the kind of gist of it. But what no, I saw I a lot of people... You, you go four, I'll go... I'll go four. No, you go four, I'll go against. Well, yeah, go on then. I mean, I'll play like... devil's advocate. We know what some people are saying about these type of things, mate. I'll play that person. So my thing is, with all um, like types of... So away from football as well, and I saw a lot of people saying this, a lot of people in the comments of people slating it. Because, look, I think you're right to slate that particular instance with Casillas and Puyo, because that doesn't help with the perception that if a footballer comes out, he can be accepted by his teammates or they're going to be a bit weird or whatever. And that doesn't help with that. However, and I think I said this on the show with Barry a, a few weeks or a few months back, is like, if whatever, if people from whatever minority or uh, gender or sexuality or whatever, the best way to be accepted by everyone, I think, and this is kind of my opinion, to a certain degree, and look, there's a line, of course, but to a certain degree, I do think that the best way to be accepted by everyone is that you can have a laugh and joke with said person about said thing. Now, I'm not saying abusive jokes or like racist jokes or things like that because obviously there yeah. there is a there's a line for everything there's a there's a and everyone's line is different i understand that so there is like, that's right yeah certain friends you know you can joke a bit more with yeah. people you don't really know you know where there's a line yeah and obviously if you don't know someone then you're more kind of restrained in what yeah. you might remark totally. on or joke or whatever if you yeah. know somebody you more become you get to know them, you become more comfortable. But I also think okay. if you have any type of my, minority telling people that they cannot talk about something or they cannot joke about something, it becomes problematic then because then you're telling people what they can and can't say. And then I yeah. think that causes more of a division than if you just said, I'm gay or I'm this or I'm that, deal with yeah. it. Because most people, I would say like 90% of people, say like I introduced myself to you when we first, well, when we first met in the place where we used to work and our, yeah. and our, our mutual friend said, said, or my mate, like said, he said, oh, Silas is, uh, Reese works with me and whatever. He's putting he, together uh, the best five aside football team that places exactly. ever seen. But if I had said, or if he had said to you, he's gay. And you're talking, by the way, probably 15 years ago, maybe even maybe even longer than that. Yeah, actually, yeah, it was before that because I think I'm pretty sure yeah. it was before I met my missus. Years ago, so, you're talking, so you're talking maybe like 20 years ago, nearly 20 years, yeah, because I've been with yeah. her pretty much 20 years, just about. So yeah. like you're talking 20 years, right? So it's a very different world, you know. Yeah. Back in in them days, in my early 20s, like. Um, you know, joking about being gay was quite prevalent on TV. On, yeah. you know, remember that advert of um, I can't remember what what thing it was for, but it was where basically it was like a group of lads, and it might have even been a football team, and they said, "Oh, you got something on the back of your shoe," and then when the person like lifts their heel up, yeah. they go, "Ooh, sailor, yeah, harmless, but very st- stereotypical." Yeah, yeah. So, but Friendly my point, my, but my point was though, right? If I, if you had found out that I was gay, right, it wouldn't have made any difference whatsoever. We probably would have joked about it and messed about and all the rest of it, and because we got on and we had a mutual friend and we all joked about like just you know back and forth taking a piss out of each other, or whatever, and it would have been exactly the same. But I think if I, if I, if I, but if you'd found, sorry, mate, I was just gonna say, but if you'd found out I was gay and then within our jokes and banter and stuff, I had said, oh, hang on a minute, you're not allowed to joke about the fact I'm gay, you'd have thought, hmm, hang the fuck on, hang on, yeah, why? How come we can joke about my mum 
but we can't and we can joke about you know everything else, but we can't joke about who you're shagging. That's that's doesn't seem fair. Well, funny enough, mate, the place we used to work. <sighs> remember, we used to have to go through like X amount of weeks of training. I don't know, two months, whatever it was. Well, the people I was training with, one of them, this one guy, I got on really well with him. He was um, an yeah. ex farmer from the valley somewhere. You know, always out lunchtime having a pint and things. Mm. About three months into working there after the training, I found out he was gay. Mm-hmm. But apparently everyone in the building, apart from me, knew. Mm-hmm. Didn't bother me in the slightest, just gave me more ammo for banter. But he was absolutely yeah. cool there, which was yeah. good. And this is my, so this is my thing, right, is if you, by telling someone that they can't joke about things or that they can't, like, have a laugh about things, it makes it awkward. It makes it more fucking, like, really, it just makes it awkward. It makes it an awkward situation and it makes people standoffish. So, like, you're more likely to feel isolated if you tell someone, oh, yeah, you can't joke about that because... They're totally. then worried about what they're going to say. Now, I'm there's obviously there's a, a line, so there's obviously words which were widely used when we were younger, which you cannot use now. Yeah, like I don't know if you know Welsh rapper, uh, traumatic Mr. Traumatic. Yeah, he's a drum and bass MC, he's very big. Literally, two days ago, he put a tweet out saying, I've he's deleted it now and he's deleted all his social media. So his his career is like hanging in the balance now. Something he's worked like 25 years for. I've and seen it out there. So like he basically said, um, all these people who were too afraid to comment on like LGBT and or he actually I think he said like homosexuals or whatever. And then yeah. He said, but years ago you were all joking about it and you didn't like particularly like in that sort of hip hop scene and drum and bass scene and the MCs, you know, they would use those kind of words and slurs and stuff like that. Some of them still do. Um but in a derogatory way. Yeah. And basically what he said is, um, you were kind of all scared of it, or blah blah blah. And then he ended it by saying using the F slur, which you can't say anymore, which was so common like back in the day and i'm not saying that it's yeah. right it's right or wrong i'm just saying it was common um, yeah. and it was used it's like that um right i'll go back to that but yeah so he said <coughs> that but his point was and i think people kind of missed it because he used that slur people kind of yeah. missed the point he was making is that he wasn't using it i i've seen the tweets mate and i've seen all what's going on about it and the posts and that his um, point he was... wasn't using it in a derogatory way he was using it like you did and we did back in the day you know let's let's call a spade a spade yeah back but he was day, also he was using it to make a point in that um yeah, he was totally. saying like people are so scared of make of being cancelled or losing their careers or whatever yeah. or their fame or whatever that they're they're kind of doing they're not being true to themselves was his point. Whereas he was saying like, and then he used that slur to, that. to kind of say, call them, you know, for, out for being scared or whatever. Yeah. And like and and ironically, or unironically, I don't know, he's he's had all his um he's been he's had his tour pulled and he's had loads of stuff. Basically because as from what I know, because I know a few people within that sort of scene. Uh, yeah. He is basically the reason that every everything got pulled because he refused to apologize because yeah. his point his point was hang on a minute I've said stuff in my art much much worse than that because uh, he's all about like conspiracy theories and and he smokes yeah. a shitload of weed and he's like he, he's got quite sort of you know his his music would his lyrics wouldn't be for everyone. But yeah. they're not worse than Eminem yeah, or all the rest. Mate, of you can look at some of the things death metal bands say. Yeah, like you say, there's some of the rappers out there. The things they say, mate. Yeah, and it's, it's but it's written off as art. It's the way they battle, it's it's a rap battle. Exactly that, mate. So I we kind of gone off the point a little bit, but yeah. I was, my point was being that, like, no, I get you totally. Being, being about being real. Yeah, you got to be real, real to yourself, anyway. like. And I just don't understand, like, the... I find it all a little bit 
like hypocrisy, uh, a hypocritical, because I do think the best way to be accepted. And look, look, are, I want to be clear as well. Look, I've never been subject to racial abuse. I've never been subject to like um, transphobia or anything like that because it doesn't apply to me. But what I can comment on is what I think is holding those things back from like widely just being like so they're not an issue like if you don't want those things to be an issue i do think there's like cancel culture and telling people what they can say and joke about and as soon as someone makes a mistake or says something that you find offensive you're trying to get them sacked and take their jobs and so people have got no room to grow all that, that is, does it's is isolate people. You can't, which means they stay the same. They cannot ed- be educated. They cannot be changed. Because I can tell you, mate, and I hold my hands up. Right when I was a, a teenager, um, probably probably up into my early twenties, really, um, like I was pretty homophobic as a teenager because I grew up in the eighties and nineties where yeah. you were kind that's of how, that's, that's how, it, how was. it was, but. Yeah. I never genuinely hated anybody because they were gay or something like that. I just, I probably didn't, looking back and with hindsight and 30, 40 years on me now, like, I think it was just, I didn't understand it. I didn't like what I didn't understand, et cetera, et cetera. It was a totally different world, mate, 20 years ago. Of course it was. It's hard to explain. You know, for anyone who was there, they know. If you weren't there... It's hard to explain that this is the way it was. This was the norm. You know, it's not the yeah. word prejudice or anything or racist or anything at all. But it was the norm. Yeah. You know, you'd use certain words with your mates in banter, wouldn't you? Well, it's like that Australian saying, isn't it? You call your you, you call your mates a cunt and you call your cunt's mate. Yeah. So, so it's like, and I just, so like with the football thing, if we kind of spin it back towards that. Yeah. I believe look, you're always going to get bellends. And that's not just in football or to do with people coming out. There's, that's just people. There's always dicks. So there's always going to be people like who this, are They brought a name out for it, a Karen. Well, you yeah, know, that's, that's, that's exactly that. But there's also there's always going to be someone who's yeah. not very nice. So say like, you've got a squad of players. If someone comes out with gay and look, there might be that they're from a certain part of the world and they've grown up in a, with a certain religion or a background, which means that they find it very difficult to be accepting yeah. of someone who's gay. But, you know, they're, 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 those people are everywhere. The world is multicultural. Man. Yeah. So I, I totally. think you can't use that as an ex- not an excuse, but like a reason. Um, but there is, like you said, there's some countries of the world where that's still their beliefs, you know, that homosexuality is wrong. We're made in somewhere in some parts of the world, you get thrown you know? off buildings and killed for it. Yeah. Like, and that's not, you know, that's just a fact. Um yeah. and we're about to have a World Cup in one of those countries. Look, that's fucking crazy. And that just shows you that yeah, FIFA just will take money from anyone. But I think um my point being initially was like with the car with, with the Casillas and Apoyo thing specifically. I think it was an ill judge. I don't think he was hacked. I think he was messing about with his mate and it, they probably had a few drinks or whatever and it yeah. went a bit far and they put it out in public or whatever, whatever it may be. But I think it was ill judged in 2022. However, totally. I saw a lot of people saying, oh, this is why uh, you know no footballers will come out and blah, blah, blah. But maybe, actually, if you look at it another way, Maybe what they were doing is trying to say, look, we don't care. Like, do you know what I mean? Maybe in their weird sort of, I'm not saying this is the reason, by the way. I'm saying I'm hypothesizing. You could be quite close to it, though, mate. You know, maybe they, grew up maybe they were just saying, like, like, look, we don't care who you're sleeping with. We don't care what you're doing. Just be you and be part of the, the squad, be part of the team, join in with the banter. And I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. 
This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Some of the the people who I know who who are gay, like, they're some of the funniest, wittiest people I know. But also, do you know what else? Do you know what else, mate? Is... They get, they'll get them. If you like, take the piss out of them, they'll give it back to you just as hard. Yeah. But the problem is, is if you try and skirt around them being gay when you're taking the piss and you're messing about, like the people who I know, they won't have that. So they'll call you out on that. But yeah, not enough people do that. I think as well. And look, totally. It's, and there's too many who take fucking offence, mate. Yeah, and when this it's is the problem, isn't it? Everyone just takes offense. It's, it's the world we live in now. Like going back to the Casillas Foyle. It's like a badge thing. of honor, isn't it? Yeah, you'll have some parents. I'll guarantee there'll be parents around the world who'll go, they can't do that. My kids will want to do that in football. And they yeah. will guarantee me. Guarantee it. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, mate. It's crazy. The other thing as well is I saw that um like people were saying this is you know, this is gonna take hold it back and and you know this is going to make footballers feel even more like they come out can't come out, but I just don't necessarily agree with that point of view because I think actually you could use this. Look, I think they could have gone around. They could have the used it as a plus or a negative, yeah, whatever way they it was, wanted to. Right? It was very much like if they used it in the way you said, bit of banter, showing support for teammates. Yeah. Well, what would it be? Been... Plug that end of it. Yeah, it's 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 difficult. It is difficult. And look, football fans are unforgiving, right? And this is the other thing, right? So football fans are unforgiving. Um, and we've seen it in certain parts of Eastern Europe and Spain, even in England now and again, like yeah. you get like you'll get racist abuse. Like... And of course, if someone was gay. They would get probably get a bit of abuse about it from the from the terraces, and you know there's been various different like homophobic chants over the years. However, here's the thing, right? And this is something which I tell to my boys all the time: is when the referee, when you when he has a a, a terrible referee, or the parents or the the coaches are like giving yeah. them abuse, or the players are kicking them, they're doing that to put you off. If you give into it. What you're doing is you're letting them win. If you go and beat them, you know, 6 0, 7 0, yes, yeah. well, they're, you know, they're trying to put you off your game. Now, yeah. every yeah. footballer takes abuse, top level, like yeah. real, I'm talking real vitriol. You only have to go and sit in a, in a stand and like, you know, the abuse, like I was sat in the, the corner of a Canton stand once when Cardiff played Swansea and David Cottrell, Cardiff born player who's gone off the rails a little bit recently in some of his comments but you know he's entitled to his opinion um he uh was warming up right on uh down by the corner by the Cardiff fans and um, then me and my missus were here and there was these two guys in front of me and they were just shouting abuse at him and he was only like five yards away because we were right at the front so like he could hear everything he turned around and he said oh this guy was going your dad's ashamed of you he, he told me that he wished he'd aborted you because you've gone... To, and he was saying all this stuff, right, mate? And it was horrible. Brutal. Like, I, I actually felt sorry for him because he could hear yeah. it all, and it was not nice. So my point is, right, why is it okay to say that stuff to David Cottrell or any footballer who gets similar yeah. abuse... But it's not okay. It's okay to take the piss out of David Beckham because he's shagging Post Spice and asking him if she takes it up the arse or whatever other shit they used to say to him. That's all all right. But you can't say to a footballer if they were out and gay about who they're shagging. Yeah, mate, totally, totally. This like where where do you draw the line? If you don't use, and I'm on about if you don't use the F word, you don't use any kind of racial slurs, then. You got. I think. I think you have to sort of say that that comes with the territory. Not comes with the territory, as in you're allowing homophobic abuse, 
but it comes with the territory of being a professional footballer. And yeah. you know, we don't want to be sat inside. Yeah, the you don't want people who hate you. Well, how, mate, how shit was football when there was no crowds? And you no, know, mate, but if you take out all the chanting, yeah, they, they, of course, there's a line, you mate, know, and that's what I'm saying. There is a line, but why is it okay to say, ask David Beckham if Posh Price takes up the arse, or you know, all the different stuff they yeah. used to say, or take tell David Cottrell that his dad wishes he aborted him, or all the different stuff that you know, football footballers generally hear from the stands. And football fans are fucking brutal, mate. Some of yeah, them, of course they are. and they don't. Sometimes, sometimes them, it's a bit rough, and sometimes the you know the back and forth is is quite entertaining. But yeah. also, obviously, the other thing as well is football fans are notoriously soft in that they will give all sorts of abuse like that, and then when a footballer says something back or scores a goal and goes up to them and yeah. cups his ears, they lose their shit, and it's like they've been. Like, oh my god, I can't believe he would do such a thing. And it's like, hang on, you've just spent 89 minutes telling him what a piece of shit he is and his family is, and I don't know. So I think there is that sort of side to it. I yeah. think you have yeah. to you have to it's it kind of goes back to my original thing about almost telling people what they can and can't do and isolating these minorities makes them more isolated instead of just having them in, like having everybody like the same. Everyone's the same. You can all take a piss out of each other. You can all be chanting about each other. There is a line. You know, you cannot use slurs. You cannot use racial slurs. There's a line. Everyone yeah. knows just about where the line is. Of course, there's everyone's got their own line. I get that. But generally, we all kind of know which words are too far. Yeah. Generally, yeah, I'm totally talking. there's a few idiots around who maybe they would try and argue they don't or they or they don't legitimately. But generally, I think we all know that there's a line and we all know whereabouts generally that line is. Um, so I do ask the question whether that side of, of football is holding things back in terms of footballers coming out. And I also, can I just add, before I actually let you get a word in there, Dre's, why why do we care and i don't mean look i understand that we 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 mean you both know that there's and everyone who's watching we all know there's there's numerous gay footballers around the world yeah right we know that it's just statistically it is a fact it's gotta be but gotta be. but just like i don't care who david beckham or whoever was banging in their day why do I care if people are gay? Well, the only thing I can say is there's the only difference, I guess, is that if there were more out footballers, it would mean that maybe some younger footballers, younger people who yeah. are gay, who maybe don't feel that they can play football after a certain age because they feel that they'll become a target and stuff like that. Yeah. So, of course, that side of things I get, that's better. And of course, but when it comes down to it, who someone is sleeping with or in a relationship with, as one is no one's no one else's business outside yeah. of that person, and two, most people don't give a shit. Um, Rob Boyle, I'll totally come right. to your I'll come to your uh, comment now in a minute because I want to discuss that. But Reese, talk, mate, because I just talked for like ten minutes straight. I think yeah, everything you said is spot on. But the thing is, like you say, young people coming up now. They're going to be a target, mate. No matter what they are in life, it's football. They're going to be a target, aren't they? And, you know, and something like that just paints a big target on their back, unfortunately. And that's the truth of it. But like you say, if more players came out and showed, you know, they can put up with it, they can deal with it, more young players would come out, mate. And if people can be themselves, that's the happiest and best version of them. Otherwise, you ain't getting that version. Yeah, I agree you know, with that. There's, there's, a, there's a side to it, like where you should be able to just be yourself. But again, I, I would point back to what I just said. If let someone be themselves, but then you've also got to put up with what the straight players have got to put up with, which is a bit of piss taking. Sometimes that line gets you, the fans or people, the players yeah. will use it as well. Like sometimes people will 
get a bit close to that line. But you've got to deal with it. That's part of being a professional sportsman. And someone's sexuality shouldn't give them special treatment to an extent. Now, to an extent, I mean now, because I'm saying I think me and you would probably both agree that we would like to see more football players out and being themselves. I want everyone to be able to be themselves. Not, not just football. I just like to see yeah, just more life, people generally. Be themselves. Just be you. The world would be such a happier place. Indeed. So, yeah, I, I know I meant to argue against it, but that's my opinion. Yeah, we should just, well, yeah, we just discuss it. Argue against it. Like we said earlier, you're going to have the Karens, the parents who are like, oh, but what if my boy wants to be gay because of that? And you're going to have him, mate. It's as small-minded and fucking stupid as it is, you're going to get it. Do you know what makes me laugh, though, mate, right? Is they'll say, oh, he's, I don't want him to be influenced by pop culture or I don't want him to be, to be, you know, let kids be kids. I don't want him to be gay or trans or all the rest of it. And then they send him to a Catholic church with a 70-year-old a child abuser every Sunday for Sunday school yeah. or some shit. And it's like... like- Fuck off. My kids are still young, but they know men love men and women love women, and they're not bothered with it in the slightest, mate. You know, it's a, just goes over their heads. It's just the same well, as a man and a woman. It's adults, which are yeah. the problem. Like kids yeah. just don't care. And if you were, if that attitude of just let people be who they are, as long as you're not. Nobody, people, nobody was born with a bad care. attitude, mate. Yeah. That's um, that's my philosophy. No one is born with a bad attitude. Um, so one thing I wanted to touch on, on because we're trying to sort of cover all angles as quick as possible and, and kind of bring up some of the reasons why people... So I know, like, people get... There is a, a subset of people, and there is a lot of people who get annoyed by the kind of LGBT thing constantly being always everywhere because they feel like it's, like, always just something or there's always on and look it's got to be always on to a certain extent because they're trying to they want to be treated the same as everyone else but as i said a few times if you want to be treated somewhere the same as everyone else you've got to put up with the same things that everybody else puts up with that's totally. having yeah. that's if you go to a comedy show being taken the piss out of that's if you yeah. become a professional sportsman particularly a footballer you're going to get a bit of abuse um, Mate, when if, I was you're, young, if you're a professional everyone, sportsman, your opponents are going to try and put you off by saying yeah, stuff totally. that winds you up. Mate, when yeah. I was younger, everyone used to call me a fat cunt. I couldn't argue with them. I was a fat cunt. I'd have to put up with it. Give it back to them. Can't argue with someone when it is what you are. No matter what words they use, what's it matter? That's what I am. Was. Yeah, and I do think one thing that's been lost in... Look, the world generally, I think in terms of how people are treated, is a better place. You know, we've moved away from slavery and and things like that. We've moved away from from gay bashing and racial bashing and things like that, which was prevalent in the 70s, 80s and before. So, of course, on that side of things, everything is getting better. Totally. But has it gone a bit too far? I get what you mean. I don't mean this in a bad way, but it's being rammed down our throats. You know, we all know about it. But it's it's there's the, I think there's also this thing. It's like one of the things that I was taught from a young age was that sticks and stones will break your bones, but words will never hurt you. Yeah, and like that's a massive thing. Like words are only as powerful as you as you let them be over you. Yeah. Like if you don't give someone's words power, they cannot um can't hurt you. So like I, I'm I'm one of them people. I'm. The, the only people who can hurt me were words and the people I love. Not people I don't know. It's just yeah. fucking words, man. But the people like, you love, it can hurt me. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Yeah. But then but equally, like, I like think a, we're bringing up a generation, football, mate, of people be, that, like, offended by everything. And it's just like, fuck's sake, like, just grow up a bit and, like, just not... I don't want to say man up because of the connotations around it, but, like... Yeah. Just sometimes I just think like fucking hell, you're an adult. You're an adult. Act like an adult. Like yeah, stop. Just I just don't get it at all. Um. So one of the other things I was going to say, mate, is and um, why some people 
as beginning and you know and probably some people more than others are pushing back against like the lgbt thing around the world and stuff like that obviously there you've got like the extremer people pushing back who are like far right but then i think there's a certain certain amount of people who were kind of just sick of talking about like race and gender and sexuality because honestly i don't think it's so much it's the community they just bought like they just want to just get on with life sort of thing yeah Um, what i was going to say is like rob has made like a kind of point which i wanted to talk about he said um one thing that annoys me about my place is he says we bent over backwards pardon the pun he says um for gay pride but then they don't do anything for movember and it's like and i think that is like almost like a, a separate issue in some ways like and i think like it's the same i see a lot of people it's divide and conquer nobody can support all they can only support them yeah, but it's, it's the same as like thing, you yeah. look at mate, you look at the fuss that's made over Mother's Day, for instance, and you yeah. look at the how compare that to Father's Day. It's yeah, like night and day. Um, it's, it's everything in this world. There's no happy medium, is there, mate? No, there's there, not. There is divide and argument with everything. Like exactly like you say, the mum and the dad thing. Like people, I can understand why people get frustrated with it. And I see yeah. a lot of people, whenever I see someone like on Twitter or something say, well, you know, I have seen a lot more women. I've noticed a few accounts popping up on Facebook and Instagram and stuff uh, of women like really pushing back and sticking up for men and sticking up for yeah. like just kind of saying like not all men are like predators and not all men are, are bastards and cheaters and want to have you know multiple girlfriends or whatever like not all yeah. men are like that and i've seen a few more and more of them which is you know i, I find that encouraging for the world it's a good that thing. there's 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 people still like some sane people out there who yeah. are kind of like hang on a minute well actually i think we're like, going a bit too far that way but yeah like you say though it's a different world to what we grew up in mate and it is a more dangerous world now a much so, more dangerous ones. Here's a question for you. Where do you stand yeah. on... So there's been a few instances with, within cricket of this and football where um, players who, you know, were kids or whatever, like literal kids, 16, 17, have been... have tweeted out stuff which was, like, really, like, you know, using slurs or whatever it may be, homophobic slurs. And then... Yeah obviously they've become professionals and then someone has trawled through their tweets, reported them to the FA or the cricket board. And then they've gone back in some, in some cases like 12 years um, and given them retroactive bans, fines, etc. Where do you stand on that? Because to me, I think there's two issues with it. Okay. One issue is when they signed for that football club or when they turned 18, whatever, their manager, their agent, their club, their parents, whoever, should have trawled back through their tweets, made sure and just deleted everything which was remotely offensive. However, um, and then the other side of it is I stayed, look, I've said numerous times on here, like if social media was around when I was like 16, 17, I'm not sure I would have been employable, mate, with ca- if there was camera I, phones and social media. I because I would have totally. tweeted, I would have tweeted out every opinion I had, and I had some horrible opinions when I was a teenager because I was uneducated. I was, I didn't know how the like, yeah. I didn't know who I was. I there was so many prob like it, I would have been it would have been problematic, mate. And yeah, like, like I've grown, the, the I've grown up, mate. Part of growing up is realizing Jesus, like what the hell was I? thinking doing etc learn also learning by your mistakes you can only learn by your mistakes if forgiveness is there for you to attain because if you don't get forgiveness and you're a you're not able to learn and rebuild and if you can't learn and rebuild you carry on with that that mindset and if you think say you've got a 16 year old who's homophobic right just because he's 16 he doesn't know any better if he's not forgiven and educated and 
kind of taught properly, you know, this is why it's wrong, introduced to some people or some literature about, you yeah. know, the people who've suffered abuse or whatever, like he'll carry on into his adult life thinking those things, but it'll get more yeah. extreme, more violent, more aggressive. And it's like, you have to, to a certain extent, by the way, because paedophiles should be shot in the head. So totally. I'm not saying, yeah. and again, I want to clarify, I want to clarify, just like last week, I'm not associating gay people or like I did last, like last week I said, I'm not associating transgender people with paedophiles. I'm saying no. that there totally should be forgiveness true. for most people, crimes, most things are yeah. forgivable. To a certain extent. Certain, certain crimes or actions are not forgivable, mate. End of story. Yeah, yeah and that's basically what I'm saying. Like you say, but there's like, a line, and we all know where that fucking line is. Yeah. But also, I think if when when it comes to cancel culture, and I think we'll do a show on cancel culture at some point, but like you have to be able to forgive. Um, you have people have to be able to learn from their mistakes. If you can't do that, I think the world will be fucked within. The world's years. gone mental. Anyway, my question was, mate, where do you stand on trawling back to someone? So, say someone's like 26, now they're doing well in their cricket, football, got very good deals or whatever. And then someone trawls back through their tweets. And when they were 16, they're not targeted, by the way, at just some random person talking to his friend, but publicly yeah. called him this, that, and the other. Mate, if I, if someone probably on Facebook posts or something, they'd probably find something derogatory or something that was maybe shouldn't have been said in this day and age, but in that day and age, it was acceptable. Well, not reckon? acceptable. It wasn't acceptable. It was the norm. Yeah. So here's but a question then, mate. I, I can understand. If they, if they bring an old tweet up or something, it shouldn't be cancel culture on them. They should be given a chance to apologise. It was a different era. Well, this and is the, the world, problem, isn't it? Apologising doesn't seem to be enough. enough. Yeah, the world isn't understanding or forgiving now. No. So like you, when you can't back in the day. What they get called? Because we didn't have social media. The only people you really have to apologise to is people you knew anyway. So they'd yeah. be forgiving. And that's how we all got educated. And that's what yeah. got us to where we are now. Yeah, and it's like, if you apologise now, it's like people just would say, or, you know, he's just saying that because he doesn't want to get cancelled or, yeah. you know, he's, he's being fake. But, like, I think it's ludicrous to hold an adult accountable for what they said as a child. I think it's a dangerous, Even dangerous, an adult, dangerous an adult to go in down, a different mate. Era, mate. Yeah. But also... Mate, if social media thing, has been about in the late 80s, what would it have been like? How brutal would it have fucking been in the late 80s? I don't think it would have worked. We all know what it was like. Oh, no. It'd have been brutal. Social media would have been cancelled. But here's the no Yeah, so here's we, we... Here's the thing, right, mate, I was going to ask, is, um, like... I don't know. It's, a diff it's a, such a difficult one. But, I mean... How do you think would be the best way to have more footballers who are gay come out publicly? I don't see why they should have to, by the way. Like, it's no one's The business. only way would be if the world was understanding again, mate. And it's unfortunate. I don't think it's ever going to happen. But I think, I, I think there's more people. More people who... will come out because more people are becoming more forgiving again, if you get me. But I just don't, I, do you know what, mate? I also think there's more people in the world, like kind of what I was saying is they don't actually give a shit. Yeah. So like, but you've got to be and that's why people get fed up of, I think that's why people get fed up of it constantly being brought up because they don't care. Not yeah. that they don't care about the people. They just don't care who someone's sleeping with, whether they're gay or straight. But yeah. I also think, for the for the benefit of young kids, sports athletes, footballers who are gay, I think it would be helpful to them if there was more players who were open about being gay. 
However, I also don't think that you should... I don't think, for instance, the PFA or the Premier League or the FA or FIFA or any of these absolute thundercunts should be telling anybody what they should do with their life because they can't even get their own shit together, let alone try and manage. Can you imagine the mess FIFA would make? Say, like, right, say Messi went to FIFA and said, look, I'm going to come out as gay. Um, Can you help me do it publicly? We'll hold a press conference. Can you imagine the mess they'd make of it? It would get leaked beforehand and it would be fucking embarrassing. The world would turn on Messi, unfortunately. Well, did you see, I saw in the comments, did you see the comments on Casillas' original post? There was comments from people saying, um, just like stuff like, oh, um, anything from like, oh, I always knew you were a like scumbag or something like that, and um, or 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 saying like, um, you know, you should never be allowed to coach children, and it's like Jesus Christ, what is wrong with people? But it's because it's definitely mate. but a lot of those those comments were coming from very like so say like Nigeria or Ghana, like very yeah. fundamental religious countries or like yeah. the the middle east or eastern europe so like very religious countries so like you know like africa is quite very christian isn't it and like um, yeah. but also it's, there's a lot of islam there as well so it's, it makes it difficult because people have been brought up to believe that it's evil and it's this and it's that so of course it's difficult yeah but ultimately like and I, as I said earlier, I've never been racially abused or homophobically abused or tran- been transphobically abused. So I haven't got that insight into it. But like, what I have gotten in kind of an insight into is like by putting people in boxes, you automatically yeah. isolate them from each other. Yeah. Totally. So how about we stop putting people in boxes and telling them they've got to be this or they've got to be that or they've got to be they've got to have pronouns or they've got to be yeah. a like fucking just live your life, be a good yeah. person, treat people well, they'll treat you well back. Woo! That's it. Yeah, but that's all you need so to do. You hit, you hit the nail on the head, mate. You know you said you haven't been racially abused. I'll guarantee you have. Yeah, I got friends from all over the world, all different yeah, cultures, creeds, gay, straight, all things like that. Back in the day, or even now, things we say to each other, no, back in the day, things we say to each other would be called banter and be having a laugh. Now, it'd be racially abusing. Or, yeah, I'm sure, sir. I bet you someone, I'm pretty sure, actually, someone I guarantee me you a, have, mate. Someone called me a, um, a slur for a white person. One day, I've been called every one of them going by my mates. But, but you know, like, back, it, back, it, mate, back in the nineties, where particularly when like Ali G was around and stuff like that, you would have kids of all races and colours walking around going like, "What's up, my n word?" And it and it wasn't yeah. like a like you were trying to like. Um, no, it was just it wasn't people you know racially abusing people. Yeah. It was a, a term of in endearment and obviously like look times have changed and i think like with that the the black community took that word back because obviously that word was very much used with an er on the end as a term around slavery and stuff like that and ownership and a hard r on the end was like a it was like a disrespectful thing and they've kind of taken that word back and i think like um i Sometimes when I see like middle-aged white blokes going, well, if you can say it in a rap song, or you can say it, why can't I say it? And it's like, because you can't. So accept it, get a grip, move on. It's not gonna like, it's not gonna ruin yeah. your day that you can't say one one word, which you shouldn't. That, that's need where, to that's say where that anyway. line is now. That's where yeah. their line is, isn't it? Like you say, it changes with who you're talking why do you to. Need, why do you need to say that word, though, isn't it? Like, yeah. like, why does it bother you that you can't say that word is another thing. So it's a, it's a weird thing. What's the answer, mate? How do we, how do we uh, integrate or make footballers feel comfortable enough to... to the world up? needs to be like us, mate, and just not give a shit. 
Mm. But it's, it's, it really it's not give a shit, like not not give a shit in a like oh, not caring about them like that. But I mean, I don't care what you do with your life. Be happy as long as you're happy. Everyone else can be happy. Yay! If ev- if everyone was themselves, mate, and everyone was oh. like kind and just tried to be a good person, stop people in stop encouraging people to put people in box it put himself in a box i think that yeah. is a big thing because i think that isolates people more from all and the other like, thing is too many absolute twat bags out there have too much support if your mate is being an absolute cunt or doing something really bad fucking pull them on it yeah they shouldn't really do it self-police you know? your friends self-police people yeah. you know but also like like I said, mate, putting people in boxes of race, gender, whatever yeah. it may be, sexuality, that makes it, I think that I really believe that that makes it more difficult. And I think that actually causes more isolation than it does integration. And you know what? Totally. Just to kind of take a one little swerve on it. That's what the the powers that be who run the world want. That's why they. That's why they conquer. Because while you're arguing with each other, you're not arguing yeah. with them and right. That, that's why them. when you said about the like the LBGT community, it's the way it is pushed in our face, not from them. Yeah, from in the, the media, press in the world. Yeah, but it's because they want you focused on that and not other stuff. Right to finish like, off, we're going to talk. I bet, I bet um, if I took my kids to a gay pride. Um, rally, I bet they'd love it, mate. I bet they, I bet they would. I guarantee they'd love it. They, you know, people just jumping around, singing, dancing, having a walk, a laugh. And I, as you're walking along, you hear people saying things from the side of the roads and that. And then you'd have to explain it to your kids why then people are being so nasty. They're having so much fun, and they, they, they'd be like, well, why are they being nasty? Shouldn't even have to explain that to them. Oh, that, that's um, the way I look at it. Like I'm, I'm open, honest, and liberal with my kids, and that's what's what I want our, to what's our uh, what's our light-hearted subject, mate, for this evening. What's better, MMA or boxing? Interesting. So this is difficult because me and you both prefer MMA, but I'm going to go sort of argue a bit for the boxing. So I'll let you go first, mate, because yeah. it's going to take me a bit longer to get around this because I've got to. Think about it a bit. Right. Well, personal opinion, you you know I love MMA compared to boxing for many different reasons, but there's probably more boxers out there still than people who do MMA now. But there's probably more MMA millionaires than there is boxing millionaires now. I know people say the money's so different and all this. There ain't many boxers who get that top money, is there? Let's be fair. No, there's not. But you equally, know, if you were, if you work a, a lower card MMA show, like a regional regional card or something, yeah. same with boxing. Though. I don't think even there's much in it. In boxing, I found out recently with boxing that if you um at a certain level, like you have, if you don't sell your tickets, you don't get on the show, which means you don't get paid, which is outrageous yeah. that you've got to, yeah. as a fighter instead of working on training and the rest of it, you've got to sell the tickets on your social media yeah. to allow to be on the show. I think it's ludicrous, but, you know, it's totally. the way it but is. For every champion out there, there's a million people trying to be that champion. Yeah, of course. And um, unfortunately, there's too many people around the world who just want to make money off it. But th- this is my main reason now why MMA is better than boxing. Right? If you ask the average sports fan, who's not a fan of either, just, you know, like sport... I bet they could name more MMA current champions than they could boxing champions. And to top yeah, it right off, right. look at the bollocks that's going on with the heavyweight division at the moment, yeah, and all this crap. You've got the um, lightweight fight coming up in MMA with Charles Oliverian and um, Islam Makhachevich. Alexander Volkanovsky has flown out there to be a standby fighter, and he's a weight below a mate. Yeah. To get Isn't a legacy. It? Boxers ain't doing that. They ain't even facing people they're supposed to. Bollocks. MMA's much better. So one of my um, biggest criticisms of boxing is that the top fighters uh, avoid each other. Like, 
the plague. Yeah. So like Pacquiao and Mayweather, who were the two elite fighters, yeah. avoided each other and avoided each other until they were both past their peak and yeah. then just took the money. Um, yeah, MMA, so MMA, you do get some MMA, people in you, MMA who avoid people, but, but no one near as many. They generally the fight. Champions, they don't have to face anyone a step up to anyone, won't they? Yeah, you might get the odd fighter, but generally MMA is about fighting, yeah. being the best and fighting This the fight best. coming up with MMA now with Oliveira and Makekovic. Can you say his name right? If this was boxing, there'd be uproar because he haven't really earned that spot. Do you get me? He's, he's jumped yeah. ahead of a few people, let's be honest. Probably because of Habib and the influence. Yeah, possibly. But then you know, equally, there's other people who deserve that title shot before him, let's be honest. Yeah, but again, it's about money promotion. But if it was boxing, it wouldn't be happening. It's the because there's a danger he can beat him here. Even though he hasn't earned the chance, there's a big danger he can beat him, let's be honest. Of course there is. And I think the other thing as well, mate, is, is um, it's the pay-per-view game. It's who sells pay-per-views is what it comes down yeah. to. Um, I think um, if you're looking at it from a purely sporting point of view, I think boxing maybe, I guess, like people will think boxing is perhaps a purer um, exhibition of like the finer artistry of combat sports, whereas MMA, because there's so much all-round skills, you know, provided and, and needed. I can understand why there's still a, a certain type of fan who is very much about, like, those classic boxing moments and but fighters. And look, like, always, when you look back, mate, one Yeah, but, well, like, when you look back, there's so many historic moments, whether it's uh, Hagler versus Hearns or, like, I am Mike so Tyson, many, so many. or the, the, the thriller but, in Manila, and the rumble in the jungle, and all these different boxing things. Boxing hasn't got the personalities he used to have, unfortunately. Most of no, them are in MMA but, now. Well, unfortunately, I think um, there's in boxing, there's too many titles. The testing, as we've seen recently, doesn't really mean anything, because you, even if you fail a test there's still a chance you can get a show on and move it to a different country yeah. under a different banner. I'm sure MMA has got his fair share of disputable things like that. but Probably, but think... not in the top tier. When you've got a UFC is the top tier, let's be honest. I don't know. You... They've had a few instances, though, haven't they, where they've... Um... Yeah, but people have been caught and they've been stripped of titles or banned. There's been no less moving to another country. No, no, they haven't moved they to another country, but they have, they, they have made excuses or got around. But again, back at like things. when it first started, it was all allowed and acceptable, mate. Yeah, and I think, look, UFC, um, I think particularly, or MMA, but UFC specifically, has come on a long way from those early days where there was no weight limits and you just, yeah. that was mad. There was like three was, rules. Was, I think UFC and, won, I think there was only three rules, mate. Yeah, no, um, no, uh, no eye gouging. No, no eye gouging. Punching. No, you're allowed to punch in the groins, actually. Yeah, you're allowed to punch in the groin. It was no eye gouging, no biting, and no fish hooking. <laughs> they were the only three rules. There was, um, there's a guy, um, oh, an Asian guy. What was his name? Um, I'll find out now. Me and Danny, um, like reviewed the older ones in COVID when there was yeah. no UFC on, and um, Joe Song, his name was, um, he's in prison for murder now. He fought on his cards. He's actually been in a couple of films. Um, but basically, he's in a fight, and this guy got him in like a guillotine or like a head choke, um, like a headlock. And he fucking, he's just like smashing this guy in the balls, like over and yeah. over and over again. <laughs> I've seen and, the fight, mate. I'm, oh, I'm sure he's got white pants on. I'm neither one who's getting smashed yeah, in the balls. I think so. But um, yeah. yeah, it was just brutal. It was, it was just brutal. Just Back then, it wasn't a sport, mate. It was just. People it was fighting. like, yeah, but it was sold as like uh, the ultimate fighting. Yeah. Like, you know, it's supposed to be the best of the all all combat sports sort of yeah. thing. But obviously, they brought in weight divisions and things like that. For me, I I do enjoy boxing. I just think it's not what it was. The the depth yeah. and stuff, and I understand why people have kind of turned away from it. And yeah. look. But it's like I, think, look at I the also think a big part of people turning away from it, mate, is, is Conor McGregor's rise to fame. You know, I know he's had some things happen yeah. like, over the last few years, but his rise 
like you can go on YouTube and watch like some little films and documentaries like about his rise from cage warriors to being a two-weight champion. And mate, that was what some one of the most exciting periods of yeah. watching an individual totally. fighter. It was so unbelievable. It was just with every fight, this momentum growing, the hype growing. It was such a um like three he, he's the perfect entertainer. Though. He was he was the perfect entertainer, but he's crossed the line now a few times. Yeah. Um so Joe Son um was in Austin Powers. He played Random Task, who was the like the parody of odd, the job. odd job. Yeah. Um yeah. And he's been in a few like low budget films. But he, like I say, he's in jail now for uh for murder, I think. Uh, yeah, like, when, like when UFC for torture and gang rape, fucking hell. nice guy. When UFC first started, there wasn't many genuine martial artists there, mate. You know, they were just people who could fight. Yeah, a lot or of them were like boxers who were not good enough to be boxers, and there was a couple of like, like you say, kickboxers and stuff like that. Yeah, look, it's not the same now, and I think. And you had Tank Abbott; he was just a street fighter. Straight yeah, I think street. now, like as an athlete, you've got to be um like you, you put Tank Abbott in there now with a TikTok tag. Back then, Tank Abbott was one of the best fighters around. You put him yeah, in now with any top ten, they'd fucking destroy him. They would. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I like the way that they've refined MMA now to make it the best combat sport out there, I think, because they're making it safe for them as well. Like the uprise of bare knuckle boxing. I gotta be honest. I like watching it. Yeah, I do. We all—it's it's the I brutality, but I'm totally against it on the other side. Oh, I don't know, mate. Right? I got a friend, um, James Lilly. People are getting serious damage to it, man. I got a, a friend, James Lilly. Right? So he did. He was a boxer. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yeah. And then he did some MMA and then he's gone into bare knuckle boxing now and he's doing really yeah. well. He just, um, he, his last fight now, he fractured his hand on the guy's face, but like he knocked the guy out in America. Like he's, a, I think he's, I'm not sure where he's ranked now, but like it's he's a looking, looking at the titles. And it is, you say like it's not safe or people are doing damage. You're not getting, they're not really getting any more damage than normal boxing or maybe boxing but I don't think they're getting any more damage than MMA where you're getting kicked in the knee and the head simply because like yes it's bare knuckle boxing but yeah. it's not like bare knuckle but no bare knuckle boxing like what people might be thinking of you know back in like the governor Lenny McKeek Lenny McLean in like a you know a bloody barn and um you know like just people <laughs> surrounded taking cash bets like in some places you still is mate yeah, but you know, it's the actual proper bare knuckle, bare knuckle boxing or BK at BKBFC, yeah, like it's a proper ring. It's, it's you got a lot of the referee, there's a lot of crossover in BKFC, and um, you know, there's a lot of big names from the UFC, and yeah, Paige Van Zandt, and um, there's a few others because they can, you know, they can earn bigger money, um, money yeah. Like James Lilly is on uh, two or three fight win streak, he just fought on the MVP versus Mike Perry card for BKFC in America. Like he's doing really, really well, and like I'm so happy for him because he's a top lad. He's also a poet, um, a published poet, which is a bit mad. He's, um, but like, yeah, it, like I, I, I know. Like when I had Gary Lockett, who's a former world champion contender, world champion. Um, yeah. And obviously trains the biggest Welsh boxers in Wales. I've had him in a couple of times in the studio. And um, like I asked him about bare knuckle boxing. He wouldn't even discuss it. He just said yeah. that question. No, he wouldn't discuss it. So I, I take from that that he probably doesn't like it. Yeah. But, Is that because he's so into the boxing though? Because they are two totally different sports, even though but it's he the trains, same But he also, he also trains MMA fighters as well. 
like he he does their boxing with them and stuff. So I don't know. I I don't know what the reason was, and he didn't tell me afterwards. So, but I take from that that he's not a massive fan of it. But I I, I think it's much more. I get you with the MMA and the kicks, knees, elbows. Let's when you go into a bare knuckle fight, ninety percent of the punches coming towards you are coming towards your face with the bare knuckle. In MMA, it's not ninety percent of the hits are coming at you with them bare things. You have a little bit more protection with your gloves. It's just, I think it's a bit too brutal, mate. Even uh, I think. I, I think at the top. And... I think at the top level, like the you know, like the BKFC and BKB. I think. I think there's an argument to be made that, you know, there's not too much difference in terms of damage, too much. Um, however, and right I think now, we haven't really been on the scene long enough to assess long term damage in that. Well, one, I, mean, mate. I think fighting generally, no, if you don't, any sport, not, any sport will give you injuries, a combat sport, you're, you're probably going to get more long term injuries than playing badminton, let's be honest. Yeah, of course you are. And ultimately, you know, playing rugby, American football, football, they all get the bad backs, the, the legs, the neck, everything yeah, when they're the C- older. CTE you and know, that, isn't it? CTE, everything. Every sport, same as jobs, manual jobs. Everything comes with a price. And, you know, if that's what you want to do in life, just be willing yeah. to pay that price. Yeah, 100%, mate. And obviously, we didn't know what we do now about CTE, but unfortunately yeah. there's certain things you can't sort of, you can't deal with and whatever. Um, so, well done for not being too Tory-like this week. I thought that was, <laughs> you, you managed to escape pretty well. Um, but we we had more of a general discussion today, but I, I think that's right. It's still a debate, isn't it? Yeah, it's hard to go for and against, isn't it? Without your own opinion coming into it, mate, and then yeah, it's difficult, then, isn't it? You know, um, but but on the other hand, I, I fully enjoyed it again, and uh, I appreciate the, peep, the peeps getting involved. Definitely, um, and we'll be back next Monday. We'll be back to Monday next week, um, yeah. So we won't be missing the football. But uh, Liverpool are losing two one to Rangers, by the way. For fuck's sake. No, I think they're winning 2-1, to be honest. Oh, I, I just don't care. Uh, Tottenham are winning 3-1. Liverpool are winning 2-1. Go on, then. That'll do me. Who scored, to say? Bobby Firmino scored both. Again? He's the new Salah. Salah's not very good, is he? Shocking. He's got to be. I think right. he's changing the team, though, mate. But, yeah, well, that's, that's for another day. It's another talk. Indeed, my friend. Um, we'll be back next week. Join us for Roger Giggs and football tomorrow night. Laters. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.